Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Episode 82. Episode 82. I'm Zach. He's Ty. We I'm have Ty. No Structure Podcast. We're back. We back. When was the last time we were recording? A couple weeks ago? Two, two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. Lots happened since then. How's uh, how's the week been? How are you feeling? Um, the week is... I guess the last two weeks, because we haven't been here for a while. Right. The, uh, yeah. The last two weeks have been good. Nice. For the most part. Yeah. Um, heat wave. Heat is wave. going on right now. Crazy. 112 on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as bad as people think, though. I don't know. I used to go to well, I used to go to Texas during the summer in Dallas, so this is like normal behavior for down there. Mm. You know, you might catch one twelve on like a random Wednesday, right? For no reason, like the the, the days before would be like eighty five. It'll be just one twelve. Yeah, I'm still thinking it's not gonna be as bad as people think. I think yeah. it's going to be hot for uh-huh. sure. Uh, if you're just sitting out in the sun, obviously you're probably gonna get cooked. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, hydrate. Maybe mind your sunscreen. Yeah. Stay in the house if you can. No more shit. Yeah, don't drink too much alcohol. Yeah, there's days where it'll be like 85 out here. Yeah. And I'll drive and, you know, with my windows down, the breeze is like really warm. Mm-hmm. But then there's other days where it's 85 and the breeze is super cold. Yep. So it might just be like one of those stale 112s. Like weird. We'll see. Uh, is, there, is there a possibility of having a stale 112? I don't know. Like, I don't th- yeah, I don't I'm about to think- start singing 112, though. Yeah. Peaches and cream? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good on the peaches and cream, man. Right. Uh, well, so the aliens are here. I think yeah. it's time we just all accept it. They're, they're fucking here. Yeah. And they're coming for us, I think. Do you think that we're going to see them, like, relatively soon? Or? Uh, depending. I don't know. <laughs> with, the, with the way the information has been being leaked about them lately, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of seeming. I saw today that uh, the U.S. government can't explain 143 of the 144 cases of unidentified flying objects reported by military planes. So 99% got it. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen that uh, video? It was in Shanghai. It was like a triangle. Uh, ship in the clouds? I think so. It's pretty recent. Yeah, I and think like, I saw that on TikTok when I was a little... So. Yeah, there were so many people that had it recorded, and so many people were like, yeah, we've all witnessed this. Yeah. This is like one of the first ones that I'm actually like, okay, I kind of believe that that thing... Yeah, that's like, some shit. I don't know if it's an alien, or just like some other country just kind of fucking around yeah. in Shanghai. I don't know. Yeah. But even China came out and said that they're using AI to try to track all these... Um, unidentified objects interesting and they're saying that they don't think that this is alien related mm. so i don't know if they're you know kind of insinuating that it's another country or yeah whatever the u.s agency. is out here reverse reverse engineering alien technology yeah i need to see the uh original alien technology yeah do you think that they're going to be friendly or do you think that they're coming to fuck us up because every movie would suggest that when aliens get here they're coming to terrorize us right and i almost feel like we're kind of being um like brainwashed, not brainwashed, yeah, kind of conditioned. Stereotyping aliens? Yeah. It's a weird thing to say, but I think we are. We are, yeah. yeah. We're like being conditioned to just assume that they're hostile from the jump. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be. Like, why would they be? I feel like they're curious if yeah. there are aliens. Right. I'm over here speaking of aliens like from another planet that have traveled in a ship yeah. and that are Earth. I'm not talking about someone that walked through a portal, like nothing like, like that. Like Stargate or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like someone that actually traveled here. You know? Yeah. I mean, this could have been a pit stop. You know, they ran out of gas on the way to wherever they were going. You could just stop Bro, on Earth. Stopping on Earth. Harvest some shit and get out of here. Stopping 
by Earth as a pit stop is like stopping the hood. Yeah. Like the wrong side of the hood. Oh, like, for sure. This is the worst place in the yeah. universe. Yeah. Don't stop. park your car there either. It'll get broken into. <laughs> Imagine where they're parked, though. Yeah. Like, Right. that's crazy um i think that when these aliens come we need to designate one representative to speak for the entire race of humans okay and yeah. i think it needs to be an at alien i think it needs to be andre 3000 but yeah i can see him getting through my fear is though that he might just decide that he's more like them than us and just bounce <laughs> with them yeah yeah watch like jaden smith be like the one that's chosen to talk damn i could see that happening though yeah like jaden smith yeah for sure he's a what is the word he's like um I don't know why translucent came out. He's neutral. He's translucent. Yeah, he's neutral. He's a very neutral person. Yeah. You know I mean, he just seems very open-minded about everything. Everything. Just uh, a sponge soaking right. in information. I yeah. get that. Um, it would be funny, though. Do you remember an Independence Day when that alien, like, latched itself onto that scientist and was, like, speaking through him through the window? He had, like, pressed him against the thing? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, my God. They were, like, choking him with the tentacles. And they were t- using the tentacles to make him talk to Will Smith and all that. I mean, it sounds familiar, but like I said, I ain't seen that. I was going to say, they're probably going to do that to the ancient aliens guy. They're going to find his ass and talk aliens. to him. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that guy's up to. Is Ancient Aliens still going on? I have no idea. No. I watched like a couple episodes and I was like, all right, this is a little too much. I don't think I've watched any episode. Oh, really? Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's talking about Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. Yeah. Something about that I know I'm not getting the information <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want. So. They don't tell us the history of America correctly. Right. You think they're going to tell yeah. us the history of aliens correctly? Yeah, I don't think so, pal. You see uh, Bezos is in here. He's going to space next month. Yeah, so what's this whole deal with him going to space? He just decided one day, hey, I just want to go to space. So he has a company called Blue Origin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard of them. They're like a branch off of Boeing, right? I don't know about all that. Oh, maybe not. I think it's their own thing. Just oh, okay. how like, SpaceX is like its own thing. Oh, okay. I think it's actually their direct competitors. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that shit. Yeah. Because I did not yeah, study We're not here for facts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so his, um, his first flight for the company, I believe, is next month. Okay. Yeah. And I know you've seen the petition that's going around. Yeah, 100, 120,000 signatures, I think, is what it was at. Saying for him to stay in space and to not come back to Earth. That's crazy. That's pretty funny. Imagine not being wanted on your own planet. Like, that's fucked up. Like, it's one thing to not be able to go back to your own city, you know? You can't have the past, but you can't right. go back to your planet. Right. Like, try to enter back in, and they, you get stopped by, like, the fucking space TSA or whatever, and they're like, nah. You know how fast the number rose, though? I bet you the number is double now, because when I first saw oh, yeah, it, it was probably. about, like, 30,000 people, something like that. And then I think it was like maybe two days later or something like that. It was like eighty. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's probably all overpaid under or underworked, overworked, underpaid yeah, Amazon workers. Probably. Yeah. Like all those ones that were. You remember when they were going to go on that uh, strike down in like Alabama or something? Yeah, from the um, the anti union movement that oh, yeah. Amazon was trying to pull. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure Amazon succeeded in that, right? Because I haven't heard any news from that. I haven't either. That kind of just went away. I feel like that would have been kind of a really big deal. Yeah, the union pulled through. Maybe that's why they're giving us all this alien information to keep us from keeping on that stuff. I don't even know how to drink water these days. Um, I wish that they would blast the my pillow guy to Saturday and have him never come back. Can we start, can we get a petition going to send him somewhere? Who's that? The my pillow dude, hmm? the crazy insurrectionist. Uh, oh, the guy, the guy Mike Wendell. Right? Yeah, no, Mike Wendell or whatever the guy with the got a crazy mustache. He makes the my pillows that are at like Walmart. Oh, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just keeps yeah. spewing uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. stuff about the election. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's send him to Mars and have him never come back. Honestly, if we were to sit down and actually make a list of people that uh, yeah, you know, sit up there, we would have a pretty solid list. Sidebar: Giuliani got his uh, his uh, what is it called? His uh, license. His license to practice. to practice law. Yeah, suspended. suspended right. Suspended. Yeah, I think yeah. so. 
I mean, that's one small step for, what is it, the thing on space, one small step for mankind mankind or humanity or whatever. I actually want to see what the uh, conspiracy theorists say at my job about that. Ooh, that would be interesting to ask them. I mean, I'm sure they're going to say like, oh, it's all part of the agenda. They, 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 they're making him and they, this is what they want. Like, Did you see that Trump is going on tour with uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly? Really? Yeah. Just a talking tour? I guess so. But the funny thing is, wasn't he supposed to be president in August? So is he going on Maybe tour? Is he going to be president? I don't really know. I'm still waiting for JFK Jr. to be honest. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, you also know one thing I haven't heard a peep about since Trump's left office is the Space Force. Did they just did they just fold up? I was just hearing about this, actually. Speaking to the conspiracy guys in my job, they're saying that there's a war going on in the stratosphere. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> these guys just don't fucking stop, do they? Dude, I'm telling you, 6 a.m. is like, it's like the, the time starts for them to start <laughs> and the is, shit. Is it just all day? All day. I actually asked one of them today. I was like, hey, man, we could talk about politics. We could talk about all the wrong things in the world. We could talk about all, like, the manipulation, the corruption. We could talk about this all day. Yeah. We could. But I personally would much rather enjoy my time on yeah. Earth. You know what I mean? Like, and this doesn't help me. Get like, a fucking hobby, dude. Just get off Reddit. That is his uh, hobby, though. Yeah. That's the I guess thing. That, yeah, that could definitely be defined as a hobby. Like, bro, man. Man, that's nuts. Non-stop. A, a fight in the stratosphere. This yeah. is Star Wars, dude. Like, what is going on? Like, where are people getting this shit from? I wonder if they're talking like, like hey, man, you seen those shooting stars? No, they were, they were lasers. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did what did that one lady say? The Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever? She said that the Jewish people use space lasers? Hmm. Like, That's crazy. I don't know what's wrong I, with these people, man. I asked them what Actually, they were fighting over out there. Oh, yeah, what he, did they say? An Inter- intergalactic dominance? Uh, he just kept saying, like, there's a war. I was like, but what are they fighting uh, over? The, the res- space? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, what are we oh, doing, man? man? Yeah, that's crazy, though. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to come on with Bezos. I mean, I think it's kind of cool that he's going to space, but Elon has been trying to do this, so it's not like it's he's breaking new ground. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that Amazon stock is kind of um, it's just so stuck in one spot. Mm. As much as Amazon owns, right? Like you think that it's like constantly on the S. I mean, I guess it's been budging lately, but in general, like it's it's pretty still. Just been hanging out. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. You know, I told you they're building a new Amazon store in February, right? Is this the, uh, the, the old cashierless one? I, that's what the girl was telling me at the mall, but I don't know if that, that's coming to fruition. But it, it looks like it's going to be a uh, like a warehouse, but it has like sliding doors. So Interesting. Yeah, I guess uh, to be continued on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep up with the tech space. What's up with the Android users? Do you think that there's like some kind of arrogance when it comes to Androids? Like they think that they're better than iPhone users just because they have an Android? You know, um, so my cousin, shout out Spice, she has an Android. Oh yeah, shout out Spice for sure. But I feel like she thinks that about iPhone users. Interesting. Which I'm not trying to call her out and like throw her on the bus or anything. I just feel like that's like a general perspective. Actually, when I comment when I comment in general on her phone, I feel like she's like, all right, here's a fucking iPhone guy talking about android like talking right. shit which i mean i am talking shit <laughs> because it's just fun you know what i mean to talk shit yeah but and most yeah. of it's most of it's like untrue you know it's just for jokes for the android versus iphone debate i do think that both sides it is like a team thing yeah it's really weird well i mean we're just so invested in apple like well if you have an iphone you're probably pretty invested like you have the watch mm-hmm. you have maybe the apple tv you probably have an ipad or a macbook yeah um, you probably have at least three items yeah. that all work together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's enough to keep you locked in. I'm sure you're like in their like, uh, ecosphere. 
Eco, yeah. Is that what ecosystem? Ecosystem. Ecosphere. I don't know. Ecosphere. I think, they're, I think they're fighting in the ecosphere right now over space dominance. I know, right? <laughs> Either way, the, I think the reason why it even gets down to this, because I think it's the same on um, the Android side, is that you have these things that work so seamlessly together. Mm-hmm. And I'm only familiar with Apple stuff. Right. I'm like, this shit works so good, there's no way your shit can be this And it's good. easy. Right. It's from everything I've seen from Androids, it seems like it's a complicated device to use. Seems like it, but I feel like they think the same about ours, which yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah. Because it's the, so easy. Yeah. But then, I mean, it can go back and forth, you know? That's very true. It's weird. Man. I just thought that was weird. Like my uh, my uncle was one of these people that was like a strong advocate for Androids. He hated everything that had to do with iPhone, all this stuff, right? Now, he every every year he gets a brand new iPhone. Yeah. Brand new model every time trades up. Have you ever had an Android phone? I have not. I think as soon as the iPhone started coming out, as soon as like we started getting into smartphones, I had a couple Blackberries, and then I went to iPhone after that. I never went back. I had a um, an old G1. Is it G1 or G2? I don't remember. It's the one that had the little ball on it, and like you flip the screen up, and it was like, sh- is that and a, it had like a keyboard on it? An Android? Yeah, it was like one of like the first like cool ones. Oh, okay. And I had that, and I remember I had it for a little bit on T-Mobile, and the phone was so fragile. Like, I would have replacements often, and the screen was so laggy. Yeah. So I had a bad taste with Android phones from the jump. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, around the time that iPhone maybe had, like, a second phone out. Okay. So I just switched over. Well, I mean, I had the first iPhone, but I switched to T-Mobile, and they gave me the free one, mm-hmm. the free Android phone. Room. And then I got another iPhone after that. I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going back to that. Yeah, there's dude. There's no way. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just like the Xbox or PlayStation thing. I know I went back to Xbox, but I don't ever see myself going to an Android. Yeah. Ever. You know what's even funnier is when I switched over to um, iPhone, mm-hmm. you couldn't even send picture messages back then. Oh, crazy. Phone to phone. You couldn't send MMS. Yeah. But Android was that bad to me that I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Every, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if, if it's specifically just certain apps, but every time I see an Android video, it's like, it looks like it was taken off of like a, one of those like Game Boy cameras. I remember seeing an article <laughs> talking about that, and they were talking about how Apple purposely makes like the green bubbles like the most obnoxious green. Oh yeah, you see people talking shit about other people on the internet. They right. have green bubbles. Like honestly, it's a text bubble. I don't give a fuck where it comes from. I don't but know. But that you... goes back to like the arrogance thing. Like that's iPhone used to have the arrogance, right? And I bet you on an Android phone, it's probably the equivalent. Like, look at this fucking bubble. Yeah. Right. Oh. Um. No, they just don't receive the text messages. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. No, sometimes I do try to send pictures to uh, my cousin, and I just can't send it. It says you cannot send. Try yeah. Again, thing. Interesting. Did you see that you can FaceTime Android phones now with the, the newest iOS? I saw that something like that, and I think that you can even iMessage. Don't quote me on that, though. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, my first thought was, like, I wonder how the video quality is going to be. Yeah. Be like our quality on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> low-key. Good times. Yeah, good times. Zoom was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, random thought though about tech. Um, so we we're just talking about Xbox, PlayStation. Do yeah. you ever use your controller with one hand? One hundred percent. When I'm trying to eat with the other. Yeah. So I, I got some ch- chicken wing in one hand, and I got my hand trying to type on YouTube with the other. Wait, what? Oh, with your. Well, you know, like how yeah, you, yeah, you, know, you yeah, have to yeah. go and like, and yeah. that thing takes so long too. We have to go and select every individual letter. You know right. how hard that takes with one hand. Right. I'm like a master though. Yeah. Like. I actually have a problem when it comes to like certain um, platforms that don't have like, you know, like the square location or whatever it is on the Xbox where mm-hmm. you can like back space. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, why is this not implemented on every single platform? Yeah. You, like, you have to go all the way up to the delete button and then backspace. I hate that. That's weird. Or even ones that like, they'll have the search on the top menu bar, but you have to scroll all the way over to search. 
you have to go highlight the yeah. search thing instead of just being able to press a button like on YouTube and it just pops up the yeah. search. I was wondering that though, because I do it so often that I'm like, dang, this is really just how I use this controller. Unless mm-hmm. I'm playing a game. Like even scrolling through like Netflix, like I don't ever use two hands. I probably got a drink in one hand and chill in the other, you know? Yeah. I try to use two hands a lot. This sounds weird saying this like that. But I try to use two hands a lot of the time because it's just easier to, it's faster to get stuff done. For sure. But then that means I have <laughs> to put my food down. So right. that I weigh, which which one means more to be getting the video faster or getting that chicken wing faster. Right, right, right. Which, side tangent on the chicken wings. Did you see there's a national chicken wing shortage? Really? Yeah, and now Game GameStop, uh, Wingstop <laughs> yeah. is offering chicken thighs now. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah with the Rick Ross commercial. Yeah, I saw, saw that. that. Interesting. I didn't know it was because of that. I thought that they were just like, oh, we got hella. Oh, I don't know thighs. if those two are directly correlated, but there is a chicken national chicken probably shortage. now. Yeah, like now that you say that, it probably has something to do with it. The boss Rick Ross always coming through with the the new new. Do you think the chicken thighs would be better than the wings? Um, I like chicken thighs, but I don't know. I'm trying to think when the last time I actually had like a chicken thigh was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like my first choice of if I'm going to eat chicken. Is like chicken a, thigh white meat or dark meat? That's a good question. I don't even know. Don't they use chicken thigh for uh, teriyaki? You know, I have no oh, idea. Chicken. And I'm also going to say this. I'm over here acting like white meat and dark meat is like something that I'm like, oh, I need the white meat. Yeah. I, need the dark meat. <laughs> I actually just found out chickens have white meat and dark meat not too long ago. Yeah. So I'm new to this game. You're racist against your meat? <laughs> I'm over here. Well, I, eat. <laughs> I eat chicken regardless, bro. Yeah, I don't care. White, black, whatever. Yeah. As long as it's cooked and it's, you know. As long as it's not yellow or green. Yeah, exactly. No offense to yellow and green people. Um, but yeah, staying on the tech space, bro. Um, we, or I was listening to um, one of the recent albums. We were just talking about the album. I forget what it was. Migos? Maybe. I don't know. The Migos album was really good. Side note. That was a really good, good album. Yeah. I, I really liked everything I heard off of that. Yeah. That Juice World song was uh, really interesting. Everything's very crispy. Everything like sounded that. good. Yeah. yeah. I will say. Um, but yeah, as I was like, I was adding some songs to playlists or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, uh, because you were telling me, oh, that's what it was. You were telling me about the Dolby Atmos, Atmos <laughs> oh, yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. And you, you tried it. I tried it. It's dope. Yeah. I think I need uh, better optimized speakers. I might actually get um, the new AirPods anyway. So oh, I've been thinking about. Well, I wanted actually the new the over the ear ones, but those are like five hundred. Yeah, they're man. crazy. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not paying five hundred dollars for right. some headphones because I will right. break those or lose them. Well, my thing is like, I got it, but not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got like it. I could do it. Like it would be an easy thing to do, but it's just like, do what I want to? Yeah, like really. Yeah. Like, is it, is it going to be that much better? Maybe it is. I don't know. And I how tried. much, realistically, with as much time as I don't have anymore, like, when am I going to use the headphones? Right. I can't even use over the uh, head headphones at my job, so. Yeah. No yeah, I can only use, a, I use a little, well, I have some, like, knockoff AirPods. Oh. I do want to get some AirPods eventually. I was one of those people that denounced them when they first came out. Same here. And I tried my cousin's. After cleaning them, of course. Yeah. You know, give it a little Puro wipe. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're great. Yeah. I love them. Oh, yeah. I love mine. Yeah. Um, but where I was going with that is yeah, <laughs> I was making a, uh, a couple playlists or whatever on Tidal because that's okay. like my go-to. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, okay, Apple gives me three months free on Apple Music. And I could, you know, go over to Apple Music and do my little thing or whatever. But I find myself not going over to Apple Music much because all of my playlists are on Tidal. Right. Had me thinking... If these streaming platforms want to have more people over, they would make a way to, I don't know if you have to screenshot it and upload the picture, mm-hmm. and they will, like, do its little the algorithm thing or whatever, yeah. and, like, um, you know, fill in your playlist or whatever. But 
I feel like that's the way to get a lot of people over because I'm not going to switch because I don't feel like putting in all that time. Yeah, making all those playlists again. Like 50 playlists, bro? Yeah. I don't know, 50 songs minimum? Making playlists is fun, just not having to remake all of them. Right, yeah. It's not fun. It's not. But yeah, that was my thought. Yeah, uh, it is interesting, but at the same time, I guess for a competition thing, you know, so that people can't just like easily switch over. You know, be like, oh, I, if I could just move all my playlists, I'm just going to move it over to this one. But, right. But if the if the first network does that, the first platform does that, mm-hmm. you're taking everybody else. That's true. If your platform is like sought after, like I think Apple would be a perfect candidate for it. Yeah, I think that somebody should come up with an app where you can create like you have like a username. Mm-hmm. You can go in there and you can create playlists, and then like some AI generator will automatically create that playlist on mm-hmm. all of the platforms, and you can share that link, and then the person can click Apple Music or Title, and then it'll just pop automatically up on their thing. That would be dope. Like that would be something cool. Also, another cool thing would be, and I'm sure that they might have this technology already, but I've never looked into it. Would be like um, you know how everybody goes to a party and nobody wants like there's usually one person that's designated to play the music and they're not going to play music that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. What if you could do like a group one where you could all go on and make like a group playlist? Each of you they picks have those. They have that right. Okay. They have it where like um, I forget what the app is. There's probably multiple apps now, yeah. but it's like um, you know someone's playing music and you can if you have the app you can add something to the queue. Oh okay. Yeah, and they also have the ju- the modern day jukeboxes. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh-huh. So it's like. Um, at a bar, you'll you'll know when you see it. it's just a jukebox on the wall. Everything's digital. Oh yeah, okay. I guess and you I can uh, add on an app. Matt used to do that whenever we go to bar after work. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And he Shut would up, just add songs. Yeah, like the most flagrant songs that he could. Yeah, play. I was gonna. I can only imagine what kind of music he wanted to put <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, he's funny though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, playlists, though. So last week I said that Tory Lanez is not going to be as big of an artist. As he once was. Right. I take that back. I am inclined to agree with you on that. It's so weird the push he's getting right now. Yeah, he's popping up back with everybody now. Everybody. Like he's starting to show up. Everybody. And I, I do think that a lot of people stayed away from him because he had heat on him, right? Like, it, you can't be next to the guy that... Oh, when has it stopped? Exactly. But maybe so much time has passed now that, like, it's almost... Because not a lot of people are talking about it anymore, except for in the in the last week, people have been talking about it because... The whole the baby situation right. with Meg and um, her boyfriend Party, right? Not not Party Next Door. We got to separate his name. That. Partisan, Partisan Fontaine. Fontaine. Yeah, he had a really dope song a couple of years ago that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. I found it on a random like workout playlist. Speaking mm. of playlist, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. He seems to be popping up with everybody, and I guess that ba- the the baby song is old, but it does seem like the baby's pushing it now too. So I guess people mm-hmm. aren't scared to work with him anymore. I think that's my big takeaway from it. Like, clearly, people are not scared to be around him. Mm-hmm. And nothing's come out yet. Like, you would think if if what happened between him and Meg, if he actually did it, like, it would have came out in some way. You know what I mean? Like, there's no mm-hmm. new information. So maybe people are like, well, if there's no new information, I don't know what to believe anymore. I wonder what's going to happen. Like, let's say five years from now, nothing does come of this Meg and Tory situation. Do you think that Tory is still going to have the stigma about him i think he'll always just like even even though chris brown is kind of shooken the stigma there are still but chris people brown there. there's evidence that he did it yeah and, and also that apparently it. he's alleged to have done it again last week right i saw that he yeah. came out and said he didn't but I yeah i mean he seems like i mean and i don't want to discredit whatever the girl says but he seemed like he would be an easy target to say that that happened to them because he's been seen doing it in the past Right, and that's where we're going to stop that conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's hard to tell if this is, if he's going to be able to be like, see, I told you I didn't do this. Yeah. At a certain point. Didn't he have an album called I Told You So? I don't know. 
Or I told I, you. I think that's what yeah, that I think was it, called. His last one, right? His uh, last name. He's well, a fucking not his last name. Prof- prophesizer. The one with like the yellow background or tan background or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like black and whitish, but it's got like a weird yellow tint yeah. to it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, it seems like more people were fucking with him. But what do you think about the the baby situation? So what had happened was what had happened. Uh, <laughs> See what had happened. So the baby apparently. So they have a song together called Scat, mm-hmm. and then apparently he had retweeted or liked a tweet that had something to do with Tori getting away with shooting Meg and him getting away with shooting somebody because he you know did that thing at Walmart. See, I didn't know that part. And that's what started the war of words between him and Party over that. He was, you know, Party was saying, hey, man, you're telling Meg one thing in private and you're doing another thing in public. Like, whose side are you on? Right. What are your thoughts on that? Like, friends having beef. Do you choose sides or do you just try to stay neutral in those situations? So if I have or two like, friends and they're beefing with each other, but I'm equal friends with both. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like um, like your best friends or anything, right? It could just be two people that you're acquainted with that are in a situation. I mean, me personally, I... If I'm not a part of it, I'm just neutral. Yeah, it's none of my business, to be honest with you. Right. And I'm going to act accordingly. Like, how I've always been, like, if you're beefing with someone else, I'm still going to act, you know, how I act. Especially right. if it's, like, an equal Damn friendship. Damn you, you have to fight for me. But my yeah. point, though, is, like, if it's an equal friendship, yeah. like, obviously, like, if this is a new person, like, you're my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. But if you guys are, like, equal, like, we all grew up together, shit like that, and you guys are just going through some shit, like, right, yeah. we're all going through some shit. Just stay out on me. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, if I have mutual respect for both parties, then I'm just I'm just going to be Switzerland. Right. You know, I'll remain neutral. But it, there are some people that will take that personally, even though because you're not siding with them over the other person. It's like, hey, man, you guys are both my friends. Mm-hmm. And if I have respect for both of you, I don't want to see you guys fighting. Right. You know, I'm going to try and broker some kind of peace between you. But if it's just you and some random person, fuck them. We're riding. Right. Right. Metaphorically. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... I can see where Meg's coming from, especially if yeah. Tori was like, hey, man, I got you, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, fuck Tori, blah, blah. And then he pops up on a song with Tori and, and they, they like rose up. Messages they rose up together. Right. Because like, he was on Meg's song, Meg was on his. So yeah. I can see her feeling a way about it. But at the same time, it's like you can't cho- expect people to choose sides, especially in, a, in the music industry, right? Everybody is after. I mean, you can to an know. extent. Yeah. Like So what I said before about how I didn't hear anything about the, um, the tweets. Mm-hmm that um he retweeted um that's kind of unnecessary yeah i think at that point he was just doing it to himself right so like if that was taken out and you know the baby's over here having or making a song with tori mm-hmm. that's just a business move at that point. yeah it's the extra stuff that came along exactly, with it yeah i didn't know that that kind of changes my opinion on it yeah i just hope this shit gets resolved honestly man for because it's, it's a time that this just gets resolved and everybody moves on from it yeah because now it's spilling over into the internet and now you're getting people involved other people involved and it's just it's gonna get gross yeah i mean it already is but hey. it's just like the when, when drake and kanye were beefing and you would see like you know people that were supposedly drake's friends or people that were supposedly kanye's friends hanging out on different camps and different sides like it's yeah. it just gets messy when everybody's in the same industry so speaking of kanye so do you remember when 50 Cent and Kanye had like that? Yeah, gradu- it was Curtis and graduation. graduation. Yeah, Curtis. Yeah. So 50 came out and he said, if graduation says more than Curtis, I will retire. Right. He didn't retire. Yeah. Do you think rappers should just stop announcing that they're retiring? I think artists, period, just should not announce when they're going to retire. Because at some point you're going to be want to be drawn back to the art. And then you look away when you like, oh, I retired. Now I'm coming right. back. And then what are you going to retire again? Like People that can constantly retire and unretire, it's like, at what, is it 
are you actually considering retiring or are you telling people this is a retirement so they'll back whatever project you have coming out? Mm, you know, that's a good way to look at it. Rappers or, do fl- and it's not just the rap industry, but as an example, rappers do flip-flop on the retirement thing a lot. Mm. And it's like, you're going to you're gonna want to write music for the rest of your life. Why put a label on it? You know, Just say, hey, I'm taking a break for a while. Right. Right. I think that's a better way to do it. But do you think that they say I'm retiring so that you can't be like, oh, he fell off? That could be too. To just save themselves from like the inevitable criticism. Yeah, because I saw Logic came out recently and said that he is back from retirement. <laughs> he's only gone. Like, I didn't even know he was retired in the first place. Well, that's kind of my point. Is like some yeah. people come back so fast. Yeah, you know what I mean, like unless you're like taking a retirement, like Mace. Yeah, you know I mean, like he was gone. Well, for, like, you know, there was a complicated situation <laughs> with Mace. So, so. But my point though is like, I mean, don't leave while you're hot. That's how Mace screwed up. Even too short was like a, a long ass time. Oh, I didn't even know he retired. Pretty sure he came out and said he retired. Oh, uh, I mean, I remember you know like Jay Z doing it and then coming back Jay-Z, a couple years later. Yeah. Uh, the games retired like ten different times. Like who didn't retire or who or who actually retired when they say they retired? Yeah, I can't really think of like anybody. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> honestly that might be that might be the only one. That's like, at least the only one that I can recall right now. Yeah, yeah. He when he, when he said he stopped rapping, he really stopped fucking rapping. Yeah, I think that he he set the expectations so high. Yeah, that if he rapped like he the way that he um, technically crit, uh, criticized other rappers. Yeah, and him being a rapper, if he were to come out, like he would have to like say some crazy shit. But you know the thing I like about Joe is he's no slouch when it comes to rapping. You know what I mean? Like he rapped at a very high level. If it was just some dude that was just saying a bunch of shit about other rappers that really didn't rap at a high level, it's one thing. But when you're actually good at the art that you're critiquing, right? But I think that he was talking himself up even better than what he is. Oh, maybe. So that's why I'm like, I and think he has he, a podcast. I'm probably do the same thing. You know, like. Well, I think he retired though because I don't think he could match his expectation again oh maybe i don't i wonder who eventually he's gonna come out of retirement he's gonna give somebody a verse i wonder who the first joe? person to get a joe versus he was like joking about giving lloyd banks one for lloyd banks's newest album but he's not well the album already came out he's not on it right but that lloyd out banks album is really good too just so people I listen to a few songs i um it's very mature rap. i got busy but yeah i might have to go back and it's good it's very uh it's very mature rap you know that's one thing that i do wish this is why I don't want rappers to retire because, especially in the hip hop culture, and then this sounds morbid, a lot of people don't get to make it into that retirement age, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you hear from Hove and you hear from Nas and stuff, it's dope to hear that stuff because they're speaking from a, a OG's perspective that not a lot of people have made it to. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, imagine if Biggie and Pac were still around and were able to give the gems from when they were coming up, right, you know? Yeah. So, it's more of like a teaching platform now rather than i'm the best rapper i'm the dopest or i care about being you know top five or anything like that it's like hey let me give you some information that you can use in the future right yeah yeah so yeah i just yeah i don't think retirement ever stick i mean even jordan came back that's true that's a wild one that we don't have to touch on yeah speaking of that though scotty's been wild lately too he's been just saying a bunch of crazy shit lately apparently he has a towards future uh, he's looking and dressing a little bit like future but apparently he has a bourbon company coming out he said some wild shit about kd the other day about Mm. and we could get the kd stuff later but there's some stuff about kd then he was talking about ben simmons and how ben simmons is a failure it's like saying all this stuff man i feel bad for ben bro so do i dude like he's getting shit damn dude i really feel bad for him honestly yeah like he just yeah He's was it all for the miss that uh missed dunk opportunity? Is that literally where it's coming from? The dunk he missed, I think he went like two of 14 from the free throw line in one of those games. That's kind of he scores, you know, like 12 points a game. But I mean, 
Ben Simmons is a great athlete and a great player. He's just not a scorer, I don't right. think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or maybe he just hasn't unlocked that part of him. I don't know. But I, I thought the hate that he's getting, I was like, is this really justified? Yeah, I think it's just because... Philly has bigger candidates out there. For sure, and <laughs> I think Simmons. that I think it has to do with being in Philly, though, because Philly's had an expectation of winning for a couple years now because they got him and Embiid, mm-hmm. you know, and then they get Tobias Harris and all these other players to come in, Jimmy Butler, and then nothing ever comes out of it. So he's the easiest person to pick out of that group because he's been there one of the longest. But this is the furthest Philly's been in how long? In a couple years, at least. Right. So yeah. I feel like that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think he just gets undeserved hate, just like Kuzma. You know, people mm-hmm. really hate Kuzma, too. Yeah. I remember seeing his video when he uh, he got his first um, his first NBA check, and he was going to get a car. Oh, God. And he got, like, a, I think it was, like, this used Panamera, which is it's kind of funny now because he's, like, he probably has, like, 10 brand new cars. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, undeserved hate on that one. But, uh how do, I don't even know how we, how do we get to Ben Simmons from retiring? We were talking about Oh, Scotty. Scotty, that's right. Scotty, yeah. Man, I don't know about Scotty, bro. I don't I don't know if he's trying to become a media personality or what he's trying to do, but it seems like he keeps bagging on players and it's like, dude, I feel like he misses window for that one. Yeah, probably. And it's like, dude, you got bagged on for a lot of your career and post career. Like, you know how it feels for people to be talking about you like that. Why would you do that to other players? Right. So, Speaking of that, like how Scotty's kind of like becoming annoying now. Yeah. Obviously, we liked him as an athlete. Right. Can you do it the opposite where you like the person and not necessarily their performance? Their performance like their art? I think yeah. so. Especially in this day and age, like if you take just music, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Personality sells the music now. You have to have a personality along with the music. Like the baby's a perfect example. Like yeah. he has the charisma and the personality to go along with the music. I think even a better person would be like Blueface. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't listen to any of Blueface's music, but I'll watch the videos that academics post sometimes because they're right. funny and they're interesting. Right. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does. Right. But it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do think that personality trumps the talent now. As long as you're a big personality, it doesn't even matter if you're talented. It doesn't matter if the music's good or not. Mm-hmm. If you can just constantly get people to keep clicking on your stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. But there's, and I, you know, there's like players that I've, liked their personality but hated them on the basketball court or vice versa i hated them their personality but respected their skill mm-hmm. paul pierce is a big example of that <laughs> um but speaking of nba what were you gonna say about kd oh yeah so um do you think so kd obviously the nets got eliminated like what last week yeah kd had some monster performances i think he did, had a 45 point triple double but every time KD has one of these big performances, people just go online and just bash him and bash him and bash him. Like, they never celebrate KD. Do you think that people's um, perception of KD is blinded by the whole Golden State thing? Like, they can't really truly appreciate his greatness because they think he he's, what what do they call him, a cupcake? And that he joined a super team and all that stuff. So do you think that if he stayed on OKC, he wouldn't have this problem? I don't know. It's hard to say because these play- people... These fans love players that stick with their teams and try to win a championship without going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But how many years can you do that before they start calling you a failure? Right. You know what I mean? Or saying really that you point. you have a ceiling. Like Dame Lillard. We all love Dame Lillard. Right. But eventually they're going to stop liking him and being like, all right, why can't he get over the hump in Portland? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to change the scenery to really excel. And so I'm not mad at players like KD going to these super teams. And I think even the term super team is so stupid now. It's like... Yeah, maybe it's making the league unfair if these players uh, all team up, but it's also making it fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me that watching Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant flying down the court is not fun. Right. Whether you agree with it or not, it's a good time. 
Wait, so you're saying you don't want to call them super teams? No, I'm, t- I'm sick of those super teams. Every team is a super team. Well, I mean, except for the small no. market teams. <laughs> Every team is going to, like, the big players are all going to be super teams because they're all going to have two or three superstars to team up, and they're going to have a whole bunch of role players that could probably start on another team that are off the bench. I don't know. When you have, like, three huge superstars like KD, Kyrie, and Harden, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a different level of team. Yeah. Like, that's a super team. Yeah. But I also consider LeBron and AD super team. They're two of the top, at when they're both healthy and playing well, they're two of the top five players in the league. Yeah, but two of them equal three of Yeah, well, we, the argument there would be was if, if people consider Kyrie top five or top ten, which to me he is, but you know how a Kyrie stands, so. Yeah. That's another person, too, who's, I'm more sold on their, I, I love Kyrie's basketball game, obviously, but it's his personality that's like the real driver of why I'm a fan of him. Mm-hmm. So the, I do think that personality plays a lot of, into that, too. Yeah. Um, going back to your KD question though, I do think, um, I do think that him being on a bigger team <clears throat> does raise his expectations. <clears throat> wow. So like even with LeBron, like he's going to get so much criticism because it seems like he's chasing, you know, a team with a couple other superstars, which is fine. Right. I like, do what you got to do. Dude, yeah. If you got to, that's how you got to win. That's how you got to win. But if you lose, like, you're going to fall a lot harder. You got to take whatever mean? comes with it. Right. For sure. And if you win, you also have to know it's like, well, yeah, it's because you got so-and-so on your team, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So you have to consider like, both those. Oh, you had to go get AD to win. Right. Or you had to get Bosh and Wade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit like that. So LeBron's one of those people, too, that um, when I was younger, a lot of the time it had to do with the Kobe-LeBron comparisons. I was a LeBron hater. I will 100% I think be honest with most that. Most people were for a while. And a lot of it had to do with the decision, you know, yeah. that whole thing. Do I don't disagree with LeBron going to Miami. The way it was handled was yeah. what I had an issue with. Now, I could give a less of a fuck. Honestly, dude, like, if that's what you got to do to win, who am I to say it's wrong for you to do whatever it takes for you to go win? Yeah. And honestly, I, like I said, it makes the game more fun. And look at the two super teams right now. They're not even in the playoffs anymore. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the fucking Hawks made it to the finals. Uh, are in there right now. To the conference finals. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. On the flip side of that, though, too. Um, man, what was I going to say? There was a flip side that I had on that one. Before you say that, though, yeah. the decision was wild. The decision was crazy. <laughs> like, what? Like, we're going to look back at this like when LeBron is long retired and be like, that was weird. It's something that nothing, it's never happened before. But it was weird. Like, it was yeah. weird. It was like that. Like I'm like imagining all three of them on stage and confetti flying. Like, what are we doing? That was really strange. <laughs> That's weird. They didn't win a single game yet, but they were celebrating like they just won the championship. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, if that's what it takes to like get the hype going. Yeah. Going know. back to the personality thing, though, too, I will say that the flip side that has worked for me, too. I hated Tony Romo as a football player. Hated him. Love him as an announcer. Yeah. I would listen to anything Tony Romo announces that has to do with football. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd listen to him announce a flag football game. That's how good he is at what he does. <laughs> but I hated him as a football player. I get that. And uh, Kendrick Perkins is another person like that, too. I don't agree with most of the things Kendrick says, but I like him as a media personality as opposed to a player. Yeah, I feel that more with Kendrick than Tony. Yeah. Well, Kendrick be saying some wild shit, though. Yeah. Some wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of both of those players, uh, we talked about Harden. Oh, I did want to say one quick thing about Harden. Um, we both expressed a lot on here about James Harden, how maybe he has like a selfish um, kind of, I guess, stigma to him, mm-hmm. especially in Houston. I will say that this season, he's kind of shed that that stigma. I was actually surprised. Me. Dude, he's 
He's been a great team player. Mm-hmm. He's been doing everything he can to make sure that they win. And he played on that grade two hamstring issue, which yeah. is supposed to sideline to you for six weeks, I think is the minimum. Oh, wow. And he Wait, came so back. What exactly like, is grade two? It's just like a, a tear, right? I mean, not just like a tear, but it's a tear, right? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. I'm not a medical person, but it's, it's pretty severe. Like you don't just come back like that. And he played like three straight games of 48 minutes without a ramp up time. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, man, I got to take back a lot of the things and the hate that I had on James Harden. Maybe again, that's another good example of a situational change can change a person. Agreed. He went to the Nets. He found some players that he could play with and win with, and now his whole attitude changed. Do you think it's because he respects the players better? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think he respected Chris Paul. To be honest I don't either at all. I'm going to be honest with you, too. I, I'm the point guard. <laughs> I, I like the Suns a lot. I think they're really dope. But I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I don't think you've ever liked Chris Paul. I, I, that's another person. I respect his <laughs> basketball skills. His personality, though, just rubs me the wrong way. Like, dude, you're always trying to fight somebody. You know, I remember like the classic one that I remember the most was when he tried to fight. Was it Brandon Ingram at the Lakers game? And Nip was there, mm. and Nip got up and pulled his pants up yeah. like he was going to fight too. <laughs> I mean, that was wild. I think he's. I think what was it? I think Chris Paul. Was it Chris Paul that spit on Rondo, or Rondo spit on Chris Paul? Oh, somebody man. spit on somebody. He's got a little man syndrome. That's all. Yeah, I mean, he's again, respect him as a as a uh, his skill, but him and he's kind of a dirty player too. I like that though. I, I, I like it. Some, I don't like it from him. <laughs> just put it that way. Well, how do you think the um, NBA is going to be next year? How they're going to call the um, force foul, the shooting, jumping into people? Oh yeah, like kind of like what Trey Young does, right? Yeah, all the time. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I guess that's really going to depend on the referee. Like, I do think the refs hate that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, how are they going to call it? I think that the players are going to evolve into something else. Yeah, just the way they evolved into this. Well, they evolved into that back step that Harden made. Oh, dude, that's one of my favorites, too. I love it, yeah, Yeah. for sure. But, like, they're going to make it into something now. Mm -hmm. Like, something's going to happen. And it's going to be weird shooting because now you have to shoot up and down. And the defender can't be under you. Yeah. There's going to be weird space. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to see how people create in that space. Yeah. It's just like when the NBA, they took out the, um, where you can do, like, the overhand dribble. Mm Mm-hmm. And then everybody learned how to take nine steps to score a basket. Right. Like, there, something's going to come out of this that offsets that. Offset. Yeah, offset. Offsets that move. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, what comes of it. There's going to be one player that's going to like, oh, I could do this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's one thing I love about the summertime, too, and watching, like, summer hoops. It's because that's where, this shit out. Yeah, that's yeah. where they craft all their stuff. Like, you'll see some moves during summer that you're like, why are they not doing this in a game? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this crazy one where J.R. Smith did, like, this 360 spin, but used, like, the James Harden step back in the corner. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's so nasty, but I've never seen him do it in a game. Or actually, I think I did see him do it once the year. I think it was last year when the Lakers won the championship and he airballed it. You said J.R. Smith? <laughs> yeah. So as you're describing that play, I was thinking Jamal Crawford for some reason. That is definitely. I think that they have similar styles when it comes to creating their shot. I think Jamal's light years. Oh, you know, we, you know, we love Jamal <laughs> on this side. Speaking yeah. of which, the um, pro am is going to be back in August. Oh, let's get it. We'll have to check out some games because I'm sure. excited for that. I want to see it. Uh, but so yeah, we went off on a weird Harden tangent. But uh, speaking of Harden and Durant, they're both opted to play in the Olympics. I think now that uh, Harden has actually pulled out, mm-hmm. which was surprised, or I was even surprised that he committed to it because I think it's next month mm-hmm. and he still has his hamstring issue. But do you think that the Olympics hold the same amount of weight as far as like fandom and stuff as it was back in like the '90s or earlier? I, to me, I feel like the Olympics has kind of lost its allure. That's a tough question because I feel like when we were younger, there was a, all sorts of um, Olympics, like, propaganda, I guess. Yeah. Like, we would get 
um, like the Dream Team cards and like cereal boxes. Coca Cola. Yeah, which I mean, every now and then you see like Olympic stuff on like Wheaties boxes and stuff. But yeah, few and far between now, though. Not like back in the day. Right. And I feel like our generation, because we're going to be the like the money movers at a certain point, you know? Yeah. I feel like the Olympics isn't really targeting us marketing wise. I don't think they market at all. Like, I haven't seen shit for the Olympics. Right. I, every now and then, like, um, on YouTube TV, I'll watch, like, the track trials. Yeah. But that's really about it. Like, I'm not, it's on. You know what I mean? So I'll click it. But it's yeah. not like, hey, man, we gotta, the Olympics is on tonight. You know what I mean? We gotta right. fucking go watch that shit. Or having to get up at 4 a.m. to watch a fucking quarterfinal between the U.S. and Argentina. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. to watch us beat Argentina by 30. Right. But I think also our generation has lost interest in the Olympics because now we don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. to watch it. We could just watch clips later on YouTube. That's true. Like with social media now, it's so much easier to just catch all this stuff instead of having to. But I also think it gives like people a fake patriotism. Like for three mm. weeks, we actually care about if the U.S. is winning gold or not. And then I couldn't even tell you who won the last Olympics or the Olympics before that. Man, if that's what it takes to get people to not be so uh, split up these days, like fuck it. Yeah, yeah. If that can bridge, if that can bridge the gap, the gap. Yeah. If that could bridge the gap between people, awesome. But I do think uh, in this time, it is also hard to be very patriotic with everything that's going on in our country. Yeah. Our country's so divided. It's like it's just it's a weird time to be investing so much into if our country wins gold or not when we can't even figure out politics from day to day or you know things going on in our world right yeah man i mean but go usa let's go for gold huh? <laughs> yeah. um to answer your question though yeah i think the allure for me personally is lost but actually i wouldn't even say it's like lost i just think it's more casual that's all yeah i'm not i'm not we, like in college we used to wake up and watch sports like we'd be like oh this is coming on at this time let's wake up and watch to see if the u.s wins gold now i can give a less of a fuck yeah and that's not to take anything away from the athletes right because all of them are amazing at what they do but again i'm not waking up at 3 30 in the morning to watch you swim i think the marketing is just not good right now yeah and maybe we just don't have big olympic stars right now like we used to like the you know like the ryan lochtes the michael phelps well there is that one woman i don't know her name off the top of my Gymnastics. head uh sprinter with the long nails kind of has like the flojo vibe Oh, the hell's a Flojo? You don't know who Flojo is? No. The track star back in the day with the long fingernails? Felix Jones? Flojo. Pretty sure that's her name. Is that her name? Flojo? Right. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Let me look this up real fast. Flojo. <laughs> Flojo. Are they talking about Flo from Progressive? Yeah, she's an American track and field athlete. Um, She had long fingernails. Florence Griffith Joyner. She went by Flojo. Anyway, there's a... uh. I don't want to say up and coming athlete because she's probably mm. been doing this shit for a minute. Yeah. But she's, um, you'll see her around and she has really long nails. Um, black chick on the US team. She okay. does like the 200 and 100 and she's the dopest fuck. But you're a track guy too, right? You used to yeah. run track in high school. I mean, I was never really that big in track. But I mean, even before running track, like that was just something that like drew my attention. Like yeah. track, any of those, honestly, like if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if, if I could wake up at like two in the afternoon and it's right. on, yeah, but again, I watch bobsledding. Right. I ain't never bobsledded. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? The Jamaican bobsled team. I actually got to put Weston onto that. Cool Runnings, because he doesn't know what bobsledding is. Have yeah, you seen Cool Runnings? Ha- yeah. he, oh, he hasn't seen Cool mm. Runnings, bro. That's one of the greatest kids movies ever. I don't even know if you call that a kids movie. It's a kids movie, is it? I mean, is it not? Please tell me before I put it on. I haven't watched it in so long. I mean, it it seems like a grown-up kids movie like it was made for kids oh, like, it was like a disney movie but it wasn't really like 12 year old 13 year old yeah you know 
Uh, he'll handle it. He'll be fine. Oh no, he'll love it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know if it's like geared towards kids, but it's a gr- that's a great movie. Who's yeah. John John Goodman? No, that was a big white dude in it. No, definitely no. not John Goodman. No, John Goodman is the dude from everything know, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every other time yeah. they need a big old white dude, right? Um, John Candy. John Candy. John See, Candy. it was a John. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's switch subjects for a minute. Yeah. So I watched Gone in 60 Seconds. Great movie. Ago. Great I fucking movie. I love that movie, Great man. Movie. But it had me thinking that, you know, uh, there isn't a solid car movie right now. Like, you yeah. have the Fast and Furious, but... Which isn't about cars at all anymore. Who knows where the fuck they're... Wasn't there supposed to be, like, a cross um, cross movie with Fast and Furious and some other... Jurassic Park. There was going to be... Was it Jurassic Park? Yeah. No. They are talking about a Jurassic Park Fast and Furious hybrid. Stop it. Yo, if if I see fucking Vin Diesel riding a T Rex or something, I'm done, bro. Actually, I was done he's like going four. To. I was done like four movies ago, but I'm really done. If there's a cross one with Jurassic Park, he's gonna ride a T Rex or a Raptor, or the what? Are, the Raptors are gonna be like the people that steal some technology that he has to get. Back. Man, I don't even <laughs> know. I'm so sick of this shit. Anyway, there's supposed to be another cross of another movie that was weird. Um, but my point is that there isn't like a legit car movie. Yeah. Like, that's, like, my sweet spot. Like, the OG Fast and Furious is, like, one, two, and three. Bro, classics. Classics. Like, I fuck with those. Gone in 60 seconds. Fuck with that. Yeah. Um, if Fast and Furious were to do a stripped-down version, like, take out the military, take out the dinosaurs. <laughs> take, out space. <laughs> take out space. Take out space. Computer hackers. Yeah, and they just went out on. and, like, stole some cars, and yeah. then they had a race. Of, or, okay, let me pitch a movie for you. Yeah, I'm going to free ball this right okay. now. All right. Let's say Do you not that, steal this idea? This is copyright of the No Structure Podcast. <laughs> no, fuck it, make it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, let's say that. So the Ghana sixty seconds started because the brother was in trouble. The older brother had to right. steal some cars. Giovanni Ribisi was the brother. The, his real name? Yeah, he's okay. been a lot of a lot of great movies. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so they steal the cars to pretty much pay the brother's debt. Right. I can see like street races gone bad where. Like, they bet an absurd amount of money with, like, these cars. They have to pay money back, so then they steal all these crazy cars. I like that. That would be a dope Fast and Furious. That would be dope. Instead of stealing DVD players, they steal cars. Instead of stealing asteroids? Yeah, whatever they like, fucking come do. on, man. Bro, I knew when I saw John Cena's name attached to it, I was like, all right. Well, well as soon as I saw doing? The Rock, yeah, <laughs> I was man. like, I'm cool, bro. One day we'll have a conversation, and hopefully The Rock never hears this, but one day we're going to have a conversation about how The Rock ruined Fast and Furious. Yeah. He broke up the family. Remember when him and Tyrese were beefing? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that that was fake, though, for a while. Like, it was I mean, kind of Ty- like a weird publicity stunt. And- Tyrese is kind of out there a little bit, so... But he was still in the movies, wasn't he? Uh, Well, I don't... Have they made a movie since that happened? I mean, I don't know. I think the only one they made was the one that I didn't watch, or was the... It was Stamos, not John Stamos, Jason Statham <laughs> and The Rock, where John they were like Stamos. cousins or whatever they were doing, or yeah. fighting each other. I don't know, dude. I didn't watch that shit. Yeah. I see it on uh, HBO all the time, and I'm like, I, like hover over it, and I'm like, do I want to waste an hour and a half? I was like, maybe I'll save this for a Quiet I Friday. I want to say it was like seven. That's it. Is that the one through, they went through the Mexican tunnels or Bro, whatever? I don't even know what number I watched, but it wasn't one, two, or three. Yeah. I watched it on a plane. I was like, see, this is why I can't do it. No. Like, this is why I can't do this. It's because it's, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Like, and how did bringing, you steal a tank? Every movie, they bring a new person back to life from the old movies. It's like, dude, where do you guys keep finding these people? Man, there's a joke in there. I'm not going to say that one. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Gone yeah. Gone in 60 Seconds is a classic. Gone in 60 Seconds. So you were saying that you want a new Gone in 60 Seconds. I want a Gone in 60 Seconds Fast and Furious type 
hybrid mm-hmm. movie. Did you ever watch the Need for Speed movie that had uh, Jesse Pinkman in it? No, but I know what you're talking about. It, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. There's another one that was like one of those off-brand ones. I think it was like Redline or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that one, yeah. too. Actually, that's, that one, so my car got broken into, and they stole that DVD out of there. That's funny. I was that's like, you really? Kind you of ironic. It, yeah, you broke into my car and stole <laughs> Redline? Right. <laughs> Have fun, I guess. Yeah. Now my Redbox account's gonna go over. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like making new movies or TV series, do you think that like movies or TV series now are more of a cash grab than they actually caring about like putting the movie out? Like for example, like the new Fast and Furious. Do you think that they actually care about the quality, or is this just to make as much money as possible? So last time we recorded, I'm pretty sure we kind of talked about that briefly. Yeah, kind of. We were talking about Loki and yeah, yeah. You said that movies are cash grabs. I think that the remakes that they do now are kind of cash grabs. Not necessarily like Space Jam, but because that's the thing that's cool about Space Jam is you can bring new technology into it, right? Mm-hmm. But like some of the older movies where they make like a part two, like Coming to America too, which I mm-hmm. still haven't seen, like that seems like a cash grab. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that it wasn't. But I mean, making a new movie is a cash grab. But I think to say what you're saying a little better, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, How dare you? I know. <laughs> You're saying that it seems like you're just kind of being lazy about it. Exactly. It's like an there, original no, thought. Right. There's no extra creativity to this. Um, I want to say that series are more of a cash grab in that sense than movies. Right. And the only reason why I say that is because movies is like, you know, you sit there an hour and a half, it's done. Yeah. Sometimes, bro, you have, like, I get character development. But when you have a series that's like, you know, 15 episodes... In one season, it's right. like, hey, man, we could cut out like five of them episodes. Let's be real. That's why I think I like the Disney ones, though, because they're only like t- eight to ten episodes. I feel like eight is the perfect number. You know, they give you enough to give you... Kanye seven, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where is Kanye? Um, that's, no. a, that's a topic for another time. But yeah, no, like keeping it to the seven, eight, and just giving us enough of a backstory to move along the, the whole story without having to make a whole new movie, that's cool to me. Like a seven, uh, seven episode, 45 minute episodes. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. But just yeah. to bridge the gap between everything, because especially in the Marvel universe or any kind of superhero universe, there's a lot of backstory that has to go into the mm-hmm. full story. So getting like the backstory on Loki and stuff is cool because they're setting up the next mm-hmm. phase of the Avengers. Right. I definitely understand that, you know, the series format allows for more detail to mm-hmm. be put in. But sometimes it's like, you guys aren't doing anything. Well, like, I'll give you a good example. Like, uh, Disney has that new Mighty Duck show out. Do we really need a Mighty Duck show? I mean, it's, you're not the target audience. Oh, I am. I love Mighty Ducks. Those are like my, three of my favorite movies ever. I mean, you're going to hate me by and you're watching them. What? Yeah, no. Well, if you want some real uh, uh, Olympic pride, you should watch the second one when they beat Trinidad and Tobago in hockey. <laughs> I didn't even know Trinidad and Tobago had a hockey team. I'll put that on my list. That's also how I learned <laughs> that Greenland is made of ice and Iceland is made of green. Yeah. Did, that, did I say that right? I had um, the Mighty Ducks cartoon toys growing up. Oh, that shit was fire. But I never watched them. With like the little mask thing. The gold duck yeah. or whatever. He had like a gold mask or something. Yeah, that show was pretty cool when yeah. we were kids. They used to give that stuff out to McDonald's. They don't do stuff like that anymore. I don't think it like McDonald's and stuff, right? I don't really buy my kids Happy Meals either. Though. Yeah. I mean, your kid's eight. He's, he's, like, he's big enough for a grown man meal. Well, it's not even that. It's just, I mean, I don't really want to eat that shit. Yeah, I do. Like, you can eat that shit Wait, on your you own Wait, you eat the McRib, though. I've <laughs> ate it occasionally. I think I have a video somewhere on my phone of you. We were right before a podcast episode, you went and ordered a McRib. That's disgusting. Don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to post that for th- Throwback Thursday. Now you make my mouth water. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, 
Do you think, so going back to, because let's be quite frank with the Gone in 60 Seconds, right? It's not the greatest storyline. It's mm-hmm. not the greatest character development. It's kind of rushed a little bit. Do you think that a movie can still be bad, but can be considered a classic? 100%. What are some examples that you have? Dude, where's my car? 1,000%. Love that movie. Half-Baked. Half-Baked's another great one. Honestly, I honestly think even like the Adam Sandler movies, like, Happy Gilmore's not the like greatest fleshed out story, but it's fucking wonderful. I bet you if you watched like um, some of those old uh, Adam Sandler movies that we kind of grew up on, yeah, if you watch them now for the first time, yeah, Billy Madison, you probably like, what the fuck? This is cheesy and weird, right? But oh, we love it, yeah, because the nostalgia that's <laughs> right, connected to right. it. It was great. It yeah, was, I agree with that. It was a perfect kind of comedy for that the age that we were at that time because we liked the goofy shit, you know. So him doing the goofy stuff mm. kind of fit along with it. But as an adult, if I saw that, I would be like. Why is this guy something like you're a grown ass man? Why are you acting like this? Something that can be a classic, but still bad. I think the only genre is goofy, like comedy. Well, you could like take old movies too. Like there's a couple like the Mortal Kombat to me. The old ones are classic. But now if I Mm. I rewatch the old one now, obviously it's shit. Right. But at the time, it just was a classic because of everything that was involved in it, I guess. And when you say shit, it's only because it's not like up to par with what's coming out. Well, maybe as a kid, I kind of looked over, you know, bad dialogue. Okay. I think now I look at movies in a different way. Like I like character development. I like good dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just filling parts of the movie up with words just to get to the next scene. Like, if you're not really putting thought into the dialogue, I don't really care for it. That's why I like, like I love Insecure. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just real, well written top to bottom. I wonder, though, like, the things that we like currently, like, actually, we'll say Denzel Washington, American Gangster. Great movie. Great movie. Obviously going to be a classic. Yeah. Is that something, though, that we're going to look at, like, 30 years from now and be like, eh, this actually wasn't that good. Like, this, the dialogue wasn't that great. You know who? what they kind of say is a movie like that? Oh, that's going to be good. People revere as a classic is Scarface. I can kind of see that. Like, Scarface is a great movie, but for one, it's too long. You could have cut a lot of that shit out. Right. And two, again, the dialogue's not the greatest, you know? But at the time, it was the only movie of its kind, really. Right. Or at least the people were that invested in. Right. And I'll, I'll throw out another hot take, and I know I'm going to get flames about this to get, shit, about bro. to get spicy in here? Boys in the Hood. And a Boys lot of people hood. that I fuck with, they fuck with that movie yeah. tough. But I just didn't, like, I didn't watch it when I was younger. My parents didn't really watch it. You know what I mean? So I was never like, I was never put on to Boys in the Hood when I was young. You didn't have that emotional attachment. Right. But like Friday, I was put on too young. You know what I mean? But, and I watched, um, I watched Boys in the Hood maybe like my first time like five years ago. Okay. And I was like, this is it? It just wasn't up to the, what it was hyped up to be. Exactly. And I think it's just because I wasn't around when it dropped. Like I didn't get to feel the special moment. I didn't get to talk about it with everybody when it just dropped. I didn't get to feel. Like there's no feel, you know? right? It's missing I mean, a lot of. Feels. I saw I saw Boys in the Hood late too, but it was when I was in like my deep rap bag, mm-hmm. like G Unit days. Oh yeah. So like that kind of fit into that theme, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was watching like Smack DVDs and stuff, okay. you know. So it's kind of in that mode. Yeah. See, I was more like Pain and Full. Pain and Full is a great movie. Well, I mean, I guess that was like early two thousands. Yeah. And uh, Boys in the Hood would be what, like ninety ninety maybe. It was early. I don't know. I'll top my head. It just seemed old to me. It was early. Um, some of the movies that are classics that I think that are not great movies, like Con Air. I haven't seen that one. Uh, I mean, pretty much any Nicolas Cage movie is a bad classic. I feel like you can say that kind of about... Uh, Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Oh, okay. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is another one. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one, too. Oh, boy. But Bruce Willis. I agree with that. I don't love a lot of his movies, but the ones I do love are classics. 
Right. I think um, I think that they all are kind of um, actors in the same category. Where it's mm-hmm. um, like, why are you always tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always uh, uh, like always. Like it's crazy to me how good Keanu Reeves is in The Matrix, and then there's just some other movies I watched, and I was just like, this can't be the same person playing these characters. Okay, another hot take: the acting in The Matrix is not that good. It the the philosophy, the concepts behind it, amazing. I fuck with it. That's makes you I, think. That's why I'm kind of excited for the. You know, they're making a new one. All right, man. All right, that's. I feel like that's a really high standard that they have to be. Yeah, because even the the first Matrix was amazing, absolute classic. Second Matrix was it was cool. Second one was cool. It was better than than most. The, the median, yeah, yeah, the median for that. The third one was a little wild. Is the third one with like the ghost guys? Yeah, is that the dude with the white dudes with dreads? I like the chase scenes a lot. Was Chet Hanks the original uh, bad guys <laughs> in the Matrix? <laughs> <Lucky. laughs> <laughs> That's how funny. Oh man, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that that last one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you have if you make three movies all within the same like universe, like you're gonna have one or two duds in them. Like if you take the the Dark Knight trilogy, a lot of people would say that the first one wasn't that great. I love the first one. The first one was my favorite. Really. Oh, Dark Knight Rising. Sorry, second one then. Right, that's the third one. The Dark is Knight really? is the second one. Oh yeah, the Dark Knight. That's yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Than the second one. Yeah, the first one was the one with Katie Holmes in it. Yeah, not that one. Yeah, I like that one. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of Gone in sixty seconds, so so Nick Cage tries to go back and get with his old work, who was Angelina Jolie. Don't blame him. I mean, obviously she was. She. I'm gonna. Another hot take. She looked kind of dirty in that movie. Bro, though. I was just going to say that. She actually looks like the, the white dread dudes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whoever like made her like that did a good job of portraying that. Yeah. Like she was, she looked like a grease junkie. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But anyways, so, and I don't know how this is even a good transition to this, but. I'm ready for it. Recently, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you say the first word. Right. So Jada Pinkett Smith to celebrate Tupac's 50th birthday right. uh, posted a uh, previously unreleased poem, right? That he had written. Yeah. And um, some people thought it was a little strange because of the caption that she put and just kind of her. I'm going to use this word loosely, so don't kill me. Her obsession with Tupac. Right. I mean, even Will Smith has said this many of times in uh, interviews that he just couldn't. There's know, just some weird, deep connection there that he, he couldn't be up to Tupac's level in her eyes. That's crazy. But um, so Tupac has written poems about her before, and they were actually published. And I don't know if you've ever read The the Rose That Grew From Concrete. Mm-mm. It's a book of um, like a collection of Tupac's poems. Okay. Really good stuff. Uh, they even, so what they do is they like photocopy the, his handwritten poems and then put them in his pictures in the book. Mm. Looks really good, but he had some poems in there. So there's definitely a deeper connection, but what are your feelings about if you're in a relationship and you're sharing information or stuff about your old past relationships, do you think that that's okay? And I probably could have worded that better. Okay. So you're asking me, um, like, is there like a certain time limit where you should just kind of cut the X shit out? Yeah, like you just don't don't bring them up anymore after a certain point. Yeah, probably like after the first year, I'll make it official. Yeah. Probably. Not like 50 years in, you're like, oh yeah, here's my ex's poem. Like, that's kind of wild. That's kind of wild. Yeah. I guess that there's a different set of rules to this because Tupac has passed. You know what I mean? Like, you're speaking of somebody that's passed mm-hmm. rather than if the person was still around, that would be even weirder if you're still right. like revering them that same way. And and I kind of cut Jada some slack on this because it is his 50th birthday, which would have been like a milestone birthday for him. Mm. I think just the context of how it was presented to the world on top of the already kind of weird stigma that she had. Shit. Entanglement. Yeah. Man. 
that's that's really where I'm at with this. It's like, okay, I understand that you and Tupac had a thing. Y'all fuck with each other. Like, that's cool, whatever. Tupac gave you these things and you want to share with the world. Right. I fuck with that. But coming off of the whole entangle, entanglement with uh, August, Augie, Augie, Augie. <laughs> like, bro, like, that's weird. Which I haven't heard from a peep from him since. Yeah. They probably silenced his ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Shout out Augie. Yeah, shout out Augie. Yeah, wherever you are, we hope you do, you're doing well. Um, it's just weird, man. I mean, to me, like on a personal level, I'm a jealous person though. So, you know, maybe this is just has to do with my personality. But if the person I was married to kept sharing stuff like this about another person and spoke with such a loving way to us, like, do you ever, did you ever really even love me or was I your plan B when you couldn't have Pac or when Pac yeah. passed away? That's kind of how Rest I was taking peace. it. Yeah. When um, when Will was talking about Pac and Jada's relationship, I was like, damn, so you're really just like, okay with being second. Yeah. Like, you know for a fact that she wishes that you were Pac. Right. Like, that's what I was taking from his words. I'm like, wow, this is very interesting. It kind of brings up, we could make me have this topic on a different one, but it kind of brings up, like, when your partner passes and you have, and you start moving on, do you keep, you know, sharing their memory like, do you feel obligated to keep their memory alive, even though you're in a new relationship? But see, that's another thing. Is like, Will and Jada were together when Pac was alive. Yeah, and obviously Pac doesn't need Jada to keep his memory alive, but... Right, but my point, though, is like, okay, let's say that Pac and Jada were together, mm-hmm. and then Pac died while they were together, and then Jada got with Will? Yeah. That would make more sense to my normal non-celebrity mind, right. you know what I mean? But the fact that they weren't even together and Will and Jada were in a relationship while Pac was alive is wild to me. Yeah. Like, that's wild, man. Damn. I never thought that Will Smith would ever come second to somebody. I never thought Will Smith would be made to look like this chump. Like, that's how I see him these days. It's like, okay. Damn, he does kind of seem that way. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but the way it's being painted is like he's right. like, I'm going to use this word loosely again. I like love a, when you use words loosely. Like a su- he looks like a sucker. Right. You know what I mean? Like when he's on the red table talk and having to have these conversations, which I get that the red table talk is like a place for healing and stuff. And, you know, that's what they're trying to promote on it. But it's like, you're not being painted in a very good like. It, it was like kind of like Jada did her own shit and you just have to fall in line with it. Right. From yeah. an outsider's point of view, right? It just looks, right, it looks right. away. And, you know, having all these memes of Will... The crying like, face. The crying face, then just entanglement, like just say what it is, whatever the fuck yeah. that means. Like, it doesn't help right? when you're just like beat with him looking like that on a daily basis. You know what and I mean? it's just being shared over and over and over and right. over again on the internet. I probably see Will's crying face like every other day. Once every other day. Yeah, people use that as a, a tweet it's, reply it's a lot. a very consistent one. Yeah, man, that really sucks. I mean, it's, I don't, there's not much he can do to change that stigma about him either because he's already presented himself in that way. Like, you already cried on camera. It's hard to take that back. Mm-hmm. And it also sucks, too, because it seemed like he just started, like, living his real best life. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, you know, had a, a pretty popular Instagram. I don't know if it's yeah. still popping like that these days. but uh, I, don't know. I think I unfollowed About him just out here just living. Yeah, you know I, don't I mean? think I would have unfollowed him. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really following him, but I would see, like, yeah. stuff posted. Like, oh, yeah, okay, Will's out here living. Like, he's... He seemed happy. Right. And then, like, he was, like this jumping out of planes and shit with a smile on his face. Yeah. But then again, I mean, you know, it's Will Smith. Like, he's always going to be Will Smith. Right. Yeah. It's just, oh, man, it's such a public thing that's happening. It's just, it was such a public display of affection. I think that's why it looks so weird. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and especially like you said, coming off the tail of everything that just happened with them, it, it looks away for sure. Yeah, it does. Um, but to go back to the question though, um, talking about exes in a relationship, if Tay was bringing up her ex right now, like, oh, there's a poem about my ex that I want to read on my Instagram. <laughs> like, uh, like for what? Yeah. Like for what? Right. Like, what are you getting out of this? Let me ask you that. Yeah. Because nobody on your fucking Instagram cares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, no, nobody even probably remembers that you and that person were together. Right. And I'm not trying to say, like, Pac, no one cares what Pac had to say. But Obviously, yeah, he has yeah. a fan base. Nobody's but, actively searching that out, though. That's Well, I, I mean, there might be some people out there that are, you know, big Pac fans and stuff. But I mean, like. I didn't know Jada had poems from Pac until that. I wonder what else of her stuff that she's kept. Like a bulletproof vest. All right. Yeah. And shout out to yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to Pac, though. Rest in oh, peace. shit. I didn't even correlate that bulletproof. We might have to cut that. I didn't, I didn't yeah, really that correlate that like, yeah, All right, bro. I just, you know, because he used to wear bulletproof vests all the time. But yeah, I right. guess it was in poor taste. Uh, shout out to you. Got anything this week? Nope. I just got one. Um, so I'm not going to make this long-winded because we've talked about this, obviously, extensively over the last year. But I did want to say, of course, rest in peace, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the verdict came down today, 22 and a half years. He's also got Fed charges against him, too, I guess, for some other stuff. So I'm reading two different things. Apparently, there's Fed charges for him based on the George Floyd stuff. But then there's also Fed charges because he pinned down a 17-year-old. He like pinned him down, choked him, and then hit him in the head with a flashlight. This was after Floyd? Uh, but I think before. It was in 2018, I think is what I read. So he's got some shit going on, but um, I was genuinely surprised that he got 22 and a half years. Like, I think a lot of people genuinely were, because just with the, the expectation that's been set that cops never get, you know, in trouble for the things that they do. I think a lot of people expect him to walk or get, I was expecting know, like three years and no probation. Yeah. Like something just like in and out kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, I, I want to say this too, like God bless the, the young lady that took the video. Like yeah. if that video doesn't exist. This trial could have went a completely different way. We had to see it. Mm-hmm. The whole world saw it. Like, there's no denying what you did. You know, so, yeah, yeah God bless her. Um, of course, you know, bless his family, his daughter. Um, and also, I just wanted to shout out everybody that protested, organized, donated, all that stuff last year. Because people constantly say that protesting does nothing. But this is a perfect example of how something actually came out of people protesting. Like, right. if, if people didn't stand up for George Floyd at that time, who knows if this verdict would have happened in this way. Very true. Yeah, so don't stop fighting for people. Um, you know, don't think, don't let people tell you that protesting doesn't mean anything or that you're wrong for trying to do the right thing. Um, and of course, you know, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Uh, rest in peace, Tamir Rice. He would have been 19 today. Um, Manuel Ellis, of course. I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting what's going to happen in that trial. Yeah. Um, Ahmaud Arbery. There's so many countless other ones. So, yeah, just shout out to everybody that's still fighting for the social justice stuff. And, um, you know, shout out to, I don't know who to shout out for this particular thing, but yeah. I'm glad that George Floyd got some kind of justice. That was nicely said. Thank you. Welcome. Um, yeah, so that is episode 82 of the No Structure Podcast. We will be back in two weeks, which was, doesn't matter. We'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast episodes. Uh, NoStructurePodcast.com is where you can get all of our information. Um, our Instagram is no structure podcast, Twitter, no structure pod one. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Thanks. Okay. Got anything else? That's it. No. Thanks for uh, kicking it with us today. And, uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks. Maybe we'll have some fun LA stories. Hell yeah. For, for BT weekend. <laughs> that's why. <laughs>